Hey everyone, I'm Brenda. And I'm Julia. And you're listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Your 20s are known as both the most exciting and most confusing years of your life. We're here to share our stories, to have real and raw conversations, and best of all, to make you feel a little less alone. This podcast was brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. Do you believe? Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our 20s podcast. Welcome back, everyone. Happy, happy Thursday and happy almost New Year's Eve. Yes, almost New Year's Eve. How fucking crazy. Another year in the books, baby. Here we are. This month went really fast. I agree. I'm like confused about I'm this just, month. It's. I've been thinking so much more about like the whole idea of like the time is going to pass anyway, right? So like feeling alive. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, so it's just so crazy because I feel like every time we stop and pause, the whole fucking month has gone by now a whole year. I know. It's so crazy. But here we are going into 2022. Tomorrow is New Year's Eve. We'll yeah. see what the plan holds because the world is ever-changing. Yeah. It, that's what's... Oh. It's so scary. It's like so scary, but exciting at the same time. I think the other day when we were with the girls, we said something about like feeling alive. And we did, so, yeah. But I think we, I think <laughs> it was not, not in a not in a gossipy sense per se. But I think like this whole idea of like, do people actually know what what that means or what that feels like, or do we actually take the steps to like know differently than our current experience? Did I miss this conversation? Honestly, Julia, I'm pretty sure you said it. I have absolutely zero recollection of this like I actually am certain that you said it because when you said alive I was like whoa like what a way to frame it I'm literally shocked right now I have zero recollection of this granted I did see you after I got off of a red eye and I was quite tired so like maybe maybe I just forgot but I really don't there is no recollection that's so crazy and so strange because well we were talking about it in the sense of like relationships Yep, still no, still no. Oh my god. Oh my god, that's like scary. Oof, all right. Any hoodles? Any hoodles? I was really tired. I did come straight there from the airport. (laughs) (laughs) And that's dedication, love, and commitment right there. All in one. All in one. And we met Santa Claus. Yeah, we did. I really like, I feel teleported back to my youth when I'm around you guys. Oh, 100%. We literally like ran down the stairs outside to see the fire department Santa Claus. And we're like so excited. So excited. I, I felt it in like in my bones. You, I know Brenda was, oof, it was Not her as happiest day. <laughs> no, at Ashley wanted to meet Santa Claus. As if he really came from the North Pole himself. You know flag. what? You have to believe in the spirit of Christmas. You really do. And I did the same thing the next day when I saw Santa here. Like, I, <laughs> there's something about it that just, I think it's its like a dog. Like a conditioned dog. Like you see mm-hmm. Santa, you just go, like you start, you know, you, you feel something. <laughs> you feel excited on from the inside out. You do. From like an old man in a suit like that's weird and yeah if you really think about it it's a little weird yeah but anyway christmas is over new year's is two days away so it's time for our annual new year's episodes we we usually do a two-parter so i feel like let's stick to that tradition let's do it because we, we always get into uh, a, a rabbit hole here and they have a bit of, a few questions prepared for us so awesome. because i feel like we need to do some reflecting 
some manifesting. We have to do our annual word picking. We got a lot to cover. Yes, we freaking do. And I'm excited for it. I love talking about this. I know. I was listening to our episode from last year today, earlier. And I just, I really miss recording in person with you, bud. Oh, me too. Isn't it crazy that like this is our new normal? I know it's really crazy like I I heard us in the studio together and I was like oh I missed that not that this isn't amazing but like there is something extra special about that so hopefully we'll get to do a little more of that sometime soon yeah I really hope so it it does make a difference it's just such a different dynamic and I it's crazy to think not only like where we were in our lives at that point Mm -hmm. but also just I don't know so so much has changed so so much much for us like on the inside too I don't know so it's, yeah, it's- I know it's interesting to reflect. And I was like thinking about our New Year's last year and we had our little get together like you, me and Haley and we did all our, our traditions and it was so cute and so fun. And it, it's crazy that that was over a year ago. Yeah. Like it doesn't okay. feel like that long ago to me. Agreed. It, it, it really doesn't. But I think also like what what's really beautiful is just how I feel like we've been able to find a lot of I don't know, like momentum in whatever way it's it's been defined as in different seasons. Like I just feel like I put a lot of pressure. I don't know if you do, but I put a lot of pressure on like holidays or events and stuff like that to be like special and to be something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I really remember I remember that holiday feeling that way, which is interesting because I think yeah. especially for our generation or our age or whatever, is kind of like a night of of course celebration and all the things, but also like partying, I guess. Mm-hmm. And in reality, like we didn't, you know, we didn't get like shit faced or something on New Year's Eve. It was mm-hmm. us, my family, but like it still holds such a special memory in my heart. Mm-hmm. Like it still feel very special. Like it, it felt like on the right foot, very well intentioned. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just feel like we really stuck through, even with the ups and downs of this past year, whether things that were in our control or not. Like I really think that we kind of came back to those things that we really did set at the beginning of the year. Yeah, I totally agree. And it was like, it was, it was just such a special time, even though, you know, it was different, maybe the normal New Year's, like we're still in a, a, a moment of the pandemic. And unfortunately, we're coming on like another like really hard moment of it. And it's just interesting to reflect on that time. But like it did, it felt very like, like magical is the wrong word, but like a little bit magical. Yes. And I, I think it's like, there, there are pros and cons to having an idea of magical but I think what I really love in this sense about it is that we really just created it like we just kind of made a choice Mm -hmm. that like we were going to make night memorable and we're going to make it special and we were gonna and it's not like we did anything monumental I think we just had the right energy yeah out and it just allowed us to kind of to create it so I don't know I think it's a really cool cool thing do you have plans for this new year's if COVID doesn't kill us God forbid. Oh my God. Oh gosh. I, that's um, the mind space I'm in right now. I'm so anxious about it. Yeah. No, I, I get you. And so I don't actually, I don't have anything specific. I normally do, which I think is different from people in our, our age, but I normally do spend New Year's with my family. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be like this year because normally Chris isn't off on New Year's, but he is this year. Um, oh, so he like, is? Yeah, he is. Oh. It just happens to land on, on nice. a day off. So nice. almost a detail of sort. I really wanted to have like some sort of like party, but it's not feeling too opportune. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, also, as we know, have like such a thing with like be aiming to be a hostess with the mostest. And I don't think I can find it. Is. Yeah. <laughs> 
right now, yeah. like for a New Year's, like I think I just might. I was thinking, I'm like, maybe I'll do like a, a housewarming slash birthday party and, you know, do some be some adulting responsible things up until then plus we're having our families on Christmas so I'm definitely planning and I don't know two weeks in a row feels like a lot especially because mm-hmm. I feel like the energy of family versus friends is different like definitely. I feel like you know even if even if your friends are chill and understanding like we could we could put a freaking uh, a, a loaf of bread and some cheese in front of our friends and they'd be happy as fuck but uh. there's a desire to give more <laughs> I understand you. I get where you're coming from. Oh, I'm supposed to go to two Grand Cayman. Hopefully mm-hmm. that's still happening. Hopefully yeah. I'm there right now when you're listening to this. Hopefully so in a bikini with their titty out. Uh, oh my god, no, there will be family around <laughs> in a very <laughs> modest bikini. Strapped in. <laughs> to be strapped in. Did you find, I know in a previous episode long ago, you mentioned that it was difficult to find family-friendly bathing oh, suit finds. Them. No, I have no family-friendly bathing suits. They're just not too slutty. Okay, okay. So like half a butt cheek? Yeah, half a butt cheek. Okay, okay. You no, know, it's not great. Luckily, they're they're not very modest, like, conservative people so it's all right I think but you know would would just you know always wanting to be respectful don't want a whole butt cheek out but I guess a half is a half have to do yeah I have a question have you ever looked at my vagina and pants and been like that's a flat vagina because Liz keeps saying that to me and I've never thought that in my whole life um you can say no like no not particularly but like but like I could understand that I guess interesting okay I was just what do you think about it I've never thought about it at all I just was curious because it like Liz was like I've always thought that and I'm like why didn't you say something like I'm like that's so random I've never really looked at it (laughs) and I just laugh yeah Hmm. what does that really mean I don't this this is why I was hoping you could shed some light on it because I like basically when Ashley said it and then Liz was like oh my god it was like a eureka moment and I was like I did what? hear them bring that up and I I I was like, oh, okay. Right, like you didn't think much of it. No, I was curious because I couldn't no. believe it related so deeply. I'm not sure what it means, but I was just curious and your half a butt cheek made me think of it. No, yes, but ha- half my butt cheek will be out. Hopefully the titties will stay in. There's not much to uh to escape from the bikini top. So we're hoping that that will all be well and that... um covid compliance we we're in the caribbean would love a would love a tan because i'm i'm it's not cute yeah i feel the same way about myself i feel really pasty you are quite pale i know i'll actually i'll tell you why it's winter it's also the first year that i actually haven't gotten like tanning in a while i'm proud i know you are i'm also proud in some ways but i'm also a little in pain (laughs) i'm proud that you can't afford it (laughs) yeah really yeah like I, I know like, that's why you're not going because you're trying oh, to say 100%. 100%. 100%. I, I can pretend that it's like other factors but it's not I know they, it's not for your skin care it's not oh no no <laughs> it's not they do have a tan at um, my gym that I get for free but I, I never leave myself enough time and I'm just yeah. going with it. I'm like you know what everyone is everyone's pale right now but everyone's I, pale but I would love a sudden kiss a natural sun kiss with sunscreen on oh there's something about that and a freckle oh a freckle you know I get all the freckles I love freckles they're so cute but with sunscreen lots of SPF also did you know that you're supposed to wear SPF on the airplane because of the the lights in the airplane give off 
UV. Had no idea. I just learned this. I mean, I wear sunscreen every day anyway, but you're especially supposed to wear SPF on the airplane. How I honestly had no idea. It kind of makes sense because those lights on the airplane are horrid and I'm not surprised that they would like have something to do with photo aging. Yeah, but mm, I don't know. Also, have you, do you feel like your freckles have changed over the years? Mm, I definitely have some sunspots that I'm not happy about mm, okay, but I thought probably when I was a child yeah. before I knew better because when I get freckles now I feel like they're like thicker like I don't know maybe it is sunspots interesting interesting I have this weird thing happening wow we're really getting on tangents but like I have this weird thing happening on my chest where I have like these like little tiny like white bumps but they're like under they're not like bumps but they kind of look like bumps and they're like totally under the skin and I don't know what it is. I wonder. I so, wonder. I wonder. I should probably get checked out of the dermatologist, but like, I'm not happy about it. I'll tell you that. You think, I it's, think no- it's like sun damage? It's not really noticeable, but it's noticeable to me. Okay. I think hmm. it's sun damage. So wear your sunscreen, kids. Wear your sunscreen outside if you're on vacation this New Year's, and wear your sunscreen on the airplane if you're traveling anywhere because we don't want to look decrepit. No, we don't. <laughs> decrepit? We do not. No, we don't want to look decrepit, but I just, I'm dying. That's the word that you chose. But That's anyway, the word that I chose. On to, anyway. on to better and better topics. Yes, I think that we have to get into our Pride and Pickle so that we can get to our New Year's topics. Are we ready? I think so. I think so. Here we go. It's time for Pride and Pickle. Pride. My pride this week is that. <laughs> I said I was ready, but I guess I'm not. Um, oh, I yeah. I think you should talk about your the wonderful thing you're wearing. Oh, my, my cheetah. I don't even know what this is called. I think it's like a, a version of a comfy. Um, I love it. My one pride is that I'm wearing something really comfortable that Chris's great aunt got for him. And it's cheetah print, but now it's mine. Um, Cause I just, I just can't see Chris in a cheetah print. I literally could never see him in something like this. <laughs> it's not him. It's not, but I am going to, maybe I'll make him wear it just for my own amusement. Um, let's see. But your my, real pride? My real pride is that I, it's been really cool and interesting to like, and it's probably going to be something I'll talk about through the show over the next couple of weeks. I'm sure as I continue to like adapt to living with Chris, cause it's such a, it's such a unique experience in the sense of like, this is, this is our new normal, but it's Mm. something we've wanted for so long. Mm -hmm. And like now we're here and it's just, it's just very interesting in so many ways. But anyway, I'm, I'm really amazed at the way that we've been able to like just grow our partnership. And I'm really impressed with, not that I expected something different, but he's not, he doesn't have this like deep emotional, like um, it's not his, his default, like his default Mm -hmm. is really emotion, but I'm so amazed with the way that he's been able to just like navigate my, my normal way of being or my, whatever my defaults are Mm -hmm. just because, um, yeah, I just feel like he's handled it so well. Like even little things that I can go into in another episode of like little things that I find that like that trigger me that I'm that when I look at it right now in this one I'm like what the fuck like that that means nothing Mm -hmm. but in certain moments when there are deeper attachments to it I've just been really impressed with the way he's navigated my reaction and how Mm -hmm. he's been so intentional 
about like not letting anything, because sometimes I find that when I feel a certain way, for some reason with him, I'll have an emotional reaction in the moment, but then I won't want to talk about it more, which is very unlike me. Yeah. And, and he'll just insist in a very positive way to talk through it and not leave anything unsaid, even if it comes off wrong. Like, I don't know. So it's, I've just really been grateful for that. And I've been keeping a list of like little things that I put in his Christmas card of like little things that I really appreciate about him big and small. Not that I think I'm going to need it, but I've just been trying to notice those things because I really appreciate that. He's so grateful for even the smallest of things. Um, I love that. Thank you. I love it too. And then my pickle is my pickle, my pickle. Um, I think that it, it's honestly the fact that the holidays are mentioned before are coming up and I'm so excited and I can't wait to make special memories. And I just want to do my best to not feel like I have to go so above and beyond that it's totally unnecessary when it comes to hosting our families because there are families and they'll love us and the experience no matter what. Um, and also for me to just, I really have a goal of being very, very present during the holidays because I often set such a high expectation that I don't even know what it looks like and then I feel disappointed. Yeah, yeah. I think I think the expectation thing is hard to navigate because I think we just naturally all do it. Like it's something we all look forward to kind of every year. So when you look forward to something, I think naturally there's like expectation attached to it. But mm -hmm. I think if maybe like framing, like the expectation is to just like enjoy time with the people that you love um if that could be like the baseline of it rather than like the specifics of how it plays out yeah definitely I think that's it's a good way of looking at it because otherwise you get too in your head you get too in your head and you can't be doing that then you miss out on the present moment exactly what about you Dia um my pride this week is um I feel like I don't know if I said this like last week or two weeks ago but I never had airpods until like a week ago and I don't know what I ever did before them thank like you mom and dad. thank you mom and dad for my Hanukkah present I literally don't know how I lived before them like I literally use them all day every day what was I doing in the past my but you used to use headphones just the attach the well I used to use I had like my over the ear beats but like I couldn't like talk on those like on the phone really I couldn't like text to talk to them like I they mm -hmm. didn't have like the noise canceling that these have like I just I just wow a whole new world baby a whole new world and I always thought I was like that's so dumb like I don't need them I have regular headphones like why would I need airpods they're they're really good the hype I is need real them. the hype is real and I really was I was a skeptic but now you're on the dark side I really like them. And I was like, oh, they're going to fall on my ears. So I'm going to lose them. And like, no, I don't feel that way. Yeah. Wow. I'm, I've, I've changed. I don't your know what I did for them. And you know it what really I love? Has. Love the little guys around your ears. They add a lot. Oh, my hair. <laughs> Thank you. I'm stunning. You are. It's the truth. My goal for 2022 is to be this stunning always. <laughs> I look absolutely crazy. It's just funny because I pointed out my own sideburns the other day and you have them too. Which are really sideburns? short. No, no, no. These are not sideburns. These are um real pieces of hair that have just burnt off. 
And now Orb is like, oh, okay. My hair, this could be like part of my pickle. I had another pickle, but I'll tell you this pickle first. It's that my hair is fucking destroyed. Is it? Absolutely destroyed. It's so bad. My hair is what, horrible. What like do these we pieces, know? these pieces, everyone who can't see, I have these pieces in the front that look like, um, um, what are they called that the Orthodox men have? Payas? That's what they look like. Um, no judgment. Um, I just that that is what they look like. Um, but so these pieces like have burnt off at the crisp, and now they're now they're short. And also, my hair up here is also this length and shorter than the rest of my hair. Really, Julia, it's from like blow drying. Yeah, it's from all the heat, and it's from like the, how much heat they use on it on set and it's just really bad it's like really really bad because like really what I should be doing is that when I'm never on when I'm not on set I should not be blow drying my hair at all but like that's not a possibility for me mm. like I'm Why? not going around with the natural hair it's just you don't crazy. love the natural hair no it's insane oh <laughs> I thought you said no I didn't say that and then it took me a second to process no it's insane my natural hair is crazy you rock going around like that no I didn't I never wore it totally natural I would scrunch it with a gel which is not the loop and then Mm -hmm. I I would straighten the top half of it which is also not the loop okay understood understood valid but I have been trying to not use the uh, flat iron and just blow dry and I use heat protector every time and I'm using better shampoo and conditioner than I used to use. That is all good. So it's definitely improving, but it's not good. Damn. It's hard. It really is. Because I remember like I used to have, oh, I guess I have it again. Oh, okay. Um, those like little burnt pieces in the front. Um, it's Yeah, that's hard. my whole like, head. How, how the heck do you heal it? Like, huh? You have Besides to like. not doing anything. Yeah, you have to, like, not do your hair and get, like, regular haircuts and use, like, the proper shampoo and conditioner and, like, heat protector. I if really you do wonder, use heat. I'm like, is the proper shampoo and conditioner, is it a scam? Are people lying no, to us? No, no. I use the Kerasauce, uh-huh. and I swear it has helped so much. Which one do like, you use? I use the one in the dark blue bottle. Oh, no, the, okay. light, the light blue bottle. Sorry, it's, like, a tealy kind of yeah. light blue and like the the um I'll tell you guys what it's really called but it's like the conditioner mask but you can use it as like the conditioner mm-hmm. um I swear like my hair was a month ago literally the pieces back here were like maybe an inch long and now they're at least like two and a half inches like I think it's the resistance line yeah it really does strengthen your hair like I can tell it's made a huge difference because before that I was using like drugstore brand and it it was not good and I could tell like the texture of my hair too is better even though it's like fried okay all right everybody you heard it here first use code I used code jelly at Kerastase I'm just kidding we don't have a Kerastase code maybe one day that would be amazing because I use it and it's expensive we would really be making it if um, we would okay well that's on our manifestation list for 2022 get a Kerastase code fuck yeah I don't 100%. think I've seen anyone ever have a Kerastase code, but well, we're we'll, gonna get one. We'll be the first. Cause no, seriously, I was so skeptical. Again, another thing I was skeptical about, like 
expensive yeah. shampoo. And I can't speak for all the brands, but the Kerastats really is worth the money. 100%. Good to know. Um, but my real pickle is that I missed my ghost. Oh. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a while since you'll you'll see her next. I know. I've never been away from her for this long, and I really missed her. I know she's in great hands and that she's being taken care of so well and being loved a lot, but I'm going to be away from her for two and a half weeks, and that is the longest I've ever been away from her. That's Whoa. really long. That is really so sad. Do you like FaceTime her? How does that work? I literally look at pictures of her all day long. Okay. It makes perfect sense. Like on my phone, I just like scroll through pictures of her literally all day. And I just want to kiss her and give her hugs. And I literally like wake up in the middle of the night and I'm like, where's ghost? Like, did she move outside? And then I remember that she's not here. Oh my God. I miss her so much. Talk about true love, everybody. It's the truest love in the world. I really miss her, but I will be reunited with her after New Year's Eve. I can't wait to squish her little face and give her all the kisses. And she can't wait to be squished by you. I know. She's going to be so overwhelmed because she's staying with Josh's sister, Blake. And me and Josh and Nathan and my sister, Caitlin, all get to LA at the same, back to LA at the same time on the 5th. Um, so the four of us are going to go pick her up together and she's going to lose her goddamn mind. Oh my God. She's going to, she's going to be unwell. She's literally going to be unwell. She might pass out. <laughs> I hope like not. she is going to lose her goddamn mind. She'll she be will. the least excited to see me, but that's okay. That's not true. It is, but it's okay. You are her mama. I her mama. But she knows that. She expects me to come back for her. She's going to be like, oh, oh, everyone, everyone, wiggle her little butt. Well, okay, we're really, like, talking for a long time. We need to get into the New Year's things. Okay, let's do it. Are we being resistant for a reason? I'm not. I was just kind of going with the flow. Me too. Okay. Just are checking in. resistant, Jillian? No, I don't think so. I feel like we just have a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Okay, but, so, how... New Year's Eve is tomorrow. However, everyone's feeling about that, valid. A little something that we like to do on Roaring Twenties podcast is pick a word for the new year. Should we start with our word of the year and then get into our other questions? Or do you yeah. want to do that last? Our word of the year. Hmm. Should we do our question our questions first and then make sure that our word is still aligned? Okay, sure. Okay, so word of the year coming at you in part two. Yep. Whoa. All right. Are we, are we reflecting? Are, is this episode over or are you asking questions in this episode? This episode is not over. I think let's just go through and I'll just break it up into two. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. And everyone has to listen to part one if they want to listen to part two. So perfect. A little, we got, a, we got a lot to get into. Okay. So here we go. First question is what are three things that you felt were wins this year? Wins this year. Okay. Um, Number one, I really feel like in a lot of ways, going with my word from last year, um, I really feel like I really, I stepped into another level of unapologetic that I hadn't before. It doesn't mean I still don't have work to do or areas in which I could do better or embody that more deeply um, because so many ways in which I don't are just rooted in my personality. But yeah, I'm really proud of ways in which I did, especially leading up even to the very end of the year. Um, another win this year would be really taking like ownership of my own emotions and my mental health and, 
um, like aspirations and stuff like that, I feel like I've gotten a lot more clear on where my limiting beliefs are. And I think I've really taken ownership and come to understand that like, nobody can save me. I don't need to be saved to begin with, but like Mm. nobody can save me. Nobody can, you know, I'm not broken. Like all these things that I think I, I did believe still deep down. Um, and at the end of the day that like all the power really is like really coming to terms with the fact, like all the power that I need is within me. And I just have to be able to tap into it. Um, and then and how do you think you found that? I think through trial and error. Yeah, I think through trial and error, honestly. Like, I think I did experience a lot of times during this year, which maybe some of which I talked on the podcast and others we didn't record that week or something. Um, but I think I did experience some moments of like deep emotion that I really judged myself for mm-hmm. or um, feelings of shame and guilt that were literally rooted in... Um, being like judging myself (laughs) for having human thoughts Mm -hmm. and I think that being able to process those with people that I love and people that I trust or people who are serve as mentors to me really helped me see so much of which like if I hadn't had that guidance and honestly if I hadn't embraced vulnerability to the level that I have within this past year I don't think I would have come to terms with so many different things and being vulnerable has allowed me to unlock that because I've gotten valuable feedback from people that I trust. And it's allowed me to literally come to terms with a lot of things that have held me back in the past. So honestly, I I didn't even know that was my answer, but I think being vulnerable, even when it was incredibly uncomfortable, Mm. even when I'm afraid of what other people would think, Mm. I think it allowed me to unlock um, like higher levels of understanding for myself. Love. And, um, And I think the last one is... Um, I guess gaining a higher level of independence. I think I, yeah, you bought a house. That's a win. Yeah, that is a win. <laughs> but yeah, it's I guess big win. it is a big one. It is a big win. Higher levels of independence. Um, been really trying to explore like my relationship to myself and how that kind of plays out in the world. And I'm excited to see how that's all going to play into 2022. Mm. I think it's really important to take the time to reflect on wins because I think we can so often, I know I do, focus on the things that we didn't accomplish this year that we, or focus on where we're not yet in our journey. Um, And it's something that I certainly experience, like when I'm having like anxiety of like, oh, well, I'm not here yet, or I haven't done this yet, or I thought I'd be here at this point, or I want to be here at this point. Like, I've really, when I have those feelings, really trying to be like, okay, but like, what were, what did I, what did I accomplish? Like, what were my wins? And Mm -hmm. it's hard to do, but I think it's really important, especially at the end of the year when we so often are just focused on what we're going to accomplish in the next year, which again is like a lot of times out of our control. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm not saying don't set goals or like have your manifestations or whatever. We're going to do that too. And I think goal setting is important, but, uh, and we talked about this last year, a lot of times are out of our hands. So it is important to also, I think for anyone who's like doing that work, whether it's like, just like with yourself or thinking about it or journaling or talking about it with your friends to also like reflect on the wins that you've had that you may or may not have planned for. Yeah, absolutely. And that, wow, that's actually really interesting. Cause now that I'm thinking about my wins, I'm like, hmm, a lot of them we didn't really plan at the beginning of the year, but 
I think it can be so like something that I know that I struggle with and Ju, I think you're in the same boat, not to speak for you, but like is exactly that is I think so often we can get caught up on chasing something that we don't actually like fully embody the the pride of like 100%. where we are or where we've come. And it's crazy because it, it really does such a disservice. Like it it's like these yeah. things that we would have been striving for in the past, we're not fully appreciating because we're so focused on what's next. Yep. Like, I literally do that all the time. I have to stop myself and be like, wait, but look, like, look at at least this, like, maybe it's not a hundred percent of where you want, like what you have in your head of like things that you want to come. But like at one point this would have been. Exactly. Or yeah. could have been. Definitely. And it's such a hard feeling to grapple with because it's like, I just do think that we either didn't think about before or weren't taught, or I don't really know, but that you can do both. Like you can be so like fully every piece of your body, so proud of where you are and still have like aspirations. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's funny how we fixate so much on it, maybe because of insecurity or fear of failure or whatever, but um, focus so much on not only where we're going, but why we aren't there yet. I think it's something that like we've talked about since the beginning of this podcast of like, you know, uh, the themes that come up over and over are like being present and like that everyone's timelines are different and that you can't control your timeline and like all that stuff. But I still think that even though we've spent, you know, two year, how many, how long have we doing this podcast? Two years. Almost yeah, two years. Even though we've spent two years, like hearing that lesson over and over, I think for both of us, it's still been one of the hardest to learn. And I, I think, I know I definitely haven't like feel, feel like I've really grasped that yet. Like I know it and I can remind myself of it, but I feel like I ha- I haven't embodied that yet. And I don't know if you ever do, but it's just funny to me that it's like the lesson that we keep, I feel like we keep being told and it's one of the hardest to actually learn. Whereas I feel like we've had a lot of tangible ones that we've taken on and completely embodied, but this one feels harder. Yeah, it does feel harder. And it's weird because I I think it's almost the key to getting to the to those other achievements in a weird way. Like, it's like one of those things where it's like, people can tell you over and over again, like self-love, self-love and like shame and guilt don't get you anywhere else. Everybody would be where they want it to be, right? And like, we can hear that over and over again. But I really do think that at the end of the day, like how people say that embodying that level of love ultimately gets you to where you wanna go because all of your choices and actions and behaviors and thoughts are so rooted in love. Doesn't mean other ones don't come up, but because the majority or the default or the automatic is rooted in love, like you're more likely to align with those things that lead you to where you want to go. And I think the same thing goes with this and like accomplishing new goals. It's like the more that you actually celebrate and embody and embrace where it is that you already are, the more you're going to make choices to get to where you want to go because you already feel that like you feel the initial of being so fucking proud that you continue to chase that feeling and you know that you deserve it, you know? Whereas Ooh. I feel like we're so future focused solely and not celebrating along the way, then I think we're a lot more naturally inclined to, instead of celebrating at all, we don't, and instead judge why we're not there yet. So wow. I think it only serves us to celebrate. Wow, that, yeah. 
that was really well said, bud. That, and I think that that is like totally true. Um, and something we can all deserve to hear because I think you're right, but it's like so difficult, but you're totally right. And if we can try to think about it that way and, and live in that, like we probably will be better off. Yeah, definitely. Um, I also love that what you said before about like that your wins probably weren't things that you had talked about in our last episode because it feels like your wins were quite like not broad but they were kind of more like evolutionary than like concrete like I did this one accomplishment and I did this one accomplishment I did this one accomplishment which is like really interesting because I feel like when we set goals or manifest at the beginning of the year it's always kind of like a very concrete thing for most people and it was very interesting to me that yours were more of like not ideas but like I don't know yeah, maybe like um like overall. emotional maturity things or yeah like, we're all very much like overall type of things or feelings yeah and like mental health kind of wins like which is like really cool because I think we don't emphasize those kind of like goals or wins enough yeah definitely because I think I'm, I'm focusing now so much more on like how it's changed me as a human or as a person or as like the way that I live my life versus there are things that I'm so proud of like I said last year I wanted to run a half marathon and I did and I'm so proud of that but I at the same time and although that that built a lot of like character and grit and pride in me, I feel like it. there's so much more that that event did when it came to my actual like evolution as a person versus, um, I don't know, versus the event itself. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, it has me thinking about mine because I think the ones that I were gonna, was, was going to say were more like concrete ones in some way, but not really, I guess. They are kind of more... They're representative of ideas, I guess, in your in a similar sense of like, so like my first win that I was going to say is that I made really positive strides forward in my career. Um, wh- whereas like, I think the, there's a part of me that would have that most of the time is like, but you're not where you want to be yet. But I have to reflect that like, I really have made huge wins in my career and like really a lot of forward momentum um and I think it's really important for me personally to like stop and reflect on that because it's so easy to get caught up in like where other people are where I want to be and like to to stop and reflect and be like wow look at like what you did this 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 and this and this and like those are all like really big wins in the long term of your career and your trajectory and um in my in my astrology this past the past three years have all been all about like laying the groundwork for me um and I can and I can kind of see that I kind of feel like I can reflect back this for on at least on this past year especially and be like I laid a lot of groundwork that's gonna propel me forward in like the next few years to come so that feels like a win my second win I was going to say is that I found a really beautiful new relationship with someone who I think is like the best person on this earth and like a true, true partner and like the perfect partner for me. And like, I just feel really, really grateful for this relationship. 
And like, that is a huge witness here. And we, and it wasn't like so easy at first, like we were living in different places and we had to navigate a lot of things um, solely based on like proximity really and like how to handle that. But I just feel so, so grateful for like the version of me that I am becoming within this relationship as well, because I feel really proud of who we are as a team and who I am in my part of the relationship. So like that feels really nice. I love that. And what do you feel like, like what, what pieces of yourself do you feel like you're finding, finding or like redefining within this relationship for, for no other reason than I think it's cool to hear. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I just think in every sense of the word, like he makes me want to be the best version of myself and he makes me want to like work harder and like do better and not for reasons of like needing to prove something to him or to anybody but of reasons of like he is so supportive and like and like he just makes me want to be the best version of me and like supports me in that in whatever way that might be for whatever particular thing and like I feel like we kind of bring that out in each other of like really allowing both of us to grow into like the strongest individual versions of ourselves to come together to make like a really beautiful partnership. So I love that aspect of like that he makes me feel that way. And I think I do the same for him. Um, I love the amount of like how, how I feel that I can show up as like a hundred percent of myself in this relationship with like out any fear or doubt or hesitancy like I just know that I can show up as a hundred percent of myself in this relationship whether it's on the good days or the bad days I love the independence that I have within my relationship but also the the like the togetherness that we have because it's not codependent but it is like very much uh like intertwined in a way that I think is like really supportive like a beautiful tree Oh, that is very, and um, yeah, and I just, I, I just love, yeah, there's, those are like kind of like the big ones. Those yeah, are, no, I, I love that. And honestly, I was, I was just curious to. And communication and like the way that I communicate with him and with myself. Yeah, no, I, I love that you shared all that mostly because I think it's, it's cool probably for people who either look are either listening for the first time or have been with us from the beginning for them to kind of see, I guess, little evolutions within like the non-negotiables that you have for yourself, that you have within a relationship and the way that like the work that you do on yourself kind of translates, I think, in what you look for in a partner. So mm-hmm. it's cool to kind of identify that stuff because also I think as as we evolve and as we kind of decide and get clear on like what we deserve and what we do or don't settle for, it's just like an energy that's put out there. And I think that it also with the way that we present it, like it's the energy that we attract too. So Mm -hmm. I don't know. I I thought it'd be cool for people to hear. Um, So thank you for sharing. Yeah. Um, I wish I had like more words for it and better words for it, but like sometimes like stuff like that is like hard to explain. Yeah, so that's certainly a win. And then I would say my third one is my move to California. And, and I think that that embodies a greater, a greater idea of just like, it's not really the physical move that I feel like is such the win. It's the, it's the stepping into myself 
in the confidence of that like no that I'm able to take chances and like no matter what the outcome is like I'm it's it's good because like I took a chance and like this outcome is great but like I think I think being confident in that idea of that like I can take chances and I can put myself out there and I can take risks and I can really follow like my gut instincts and my heart desires and like that they'll pay off in like some way and just the confidence in that and the independence that that has um illuminated even more yeah definitely I I think there's there's so much to be said about that between like navigating other people's potential opinions whether it's in in your brain or it's true um navigating something kind of coming out of the blue and not having too, too much time to think about something, making a quick decision. Um, and I just really love what you said about in, in so many words about just like that self-trust and that mm-hmm. ability that like, no matter what you're going to figure it out, whether it's the right or, although it's not the wrong choice, but in the sense of like, whether this was the step, like it was the step because you decided it was the next step and choosing to, yep. to own that. And also, um, just like trust that no matter where it takes you, what direction it takes you in, that you're going to learn something and it serves a purpose. And I think just, it's not easy to cultivate that level of trust in yourself. Like, it's not easy to just be like, oh, you know what, no matter what happens, this is the right choice because I made it and I'm going to figure out whatever comes my way. Like, that's not an easy thing to do at all. So I think it's a huge win. And one that especially people um, taking, making a choice that feels far different from their norm or their current life, especially in their twenties feels scary. So mm-hmm. yeah, no, total huge win. I mean, like it's something that I've always thought about doing and, you know, when is ever the right time to like totally uproot your life and like change your life? Like, I don't know if there's ever a real right time for that. Um, but I feel like allowing myself and to step into the next chapter of my life because it very much felt like it feels like a new chapter um even though there's a lot of the past that is still coming with me that I would never want to close any door on but like allowing myself to step into a new chapter even maybe while I was stepping in I was uncertain of certain things or like you know fearful because of change you know we talked about it so much on the show change is scary like other people's opinions are scary but allowing myself to step into the chapter that I felt was right for me and I think that I like I would love to encourage people to like if there's something you've always thought about doing like do it like why not you know because you're gonna learn something you're gonna win or you're gonna learn something or you're gonna do both and and it's it's so liberating to be like yeah that's something I wanted to do and I fucking did it yeah absolutely Absolutely. So yay for our wins. I hope everyone is writing down their wins. Um, I think this is going to be the wrap up of part one, but please stay tuned and tune in next week because part two is going to have even more stuff. We're going to talk, be talking about letting go, intention setting, things we're taking into 2022 with us. And of course, our words of the year. So this was a lot of like debriefing and some winning. So come back next week to do all the rest of the work with us because I think sometimes like the first week of the year is like when you need it the most. Um, So come next week with us while we do all that other work. And I hope everyone has a very happy and safe and healthy new year. Heck yeah. Happy new year, everyone. We love you. Thank you for being here. And we'll talk to you in 2022. We'll talk to you in 2022. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. 
Thanks for listening to Roaring Twenties Podcast. Be sure to rate and review wherever you get your podcasts and please subscribe. You're never alone. Our pride sticks together. Tune in every Monday and Thursday for new episodes of Roaring Twenties Podcast. You get to start your week with us and end your week with us. With love, Brenda and Julia. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.